Zig Ziglar, the great motivational speaker and author, said, You can have everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. But how do you do that, especially if you don't have anything to give? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today in this episode. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr., bringing you another solo episode from my makeshift studio out in Montana. I am out in Montana with my family for about a total of about a six-week adventure, about five of those weeks out here out west, and this will be my last episode that I'm bringing you from my digs out in Montana in my sister-in-law's basement, and um, then we're heading back to Charlottesville where it's going to be brutally hot. It's been so awesome out here. Cool summers, high temperatures in like the upper 70s, lower 80s, and low humidity. And Charlottesville's like 95 and 100% humidity, I think, right now. So, anyway, it's been an awesome adventure. And if you're following me on Instagram or Twitter or in Mon, you know, like my Facebook page, you've seen some of my ridiculous posts of some of these amazing places that we've been out here. But, um, but I digress. Let's jump into today's episode. And I want to talk about how do you give? How do you give when you just don't feel like you have the ability to give? Like we all want to give, or at least we should. And sometimes we feel like, well, how am I supposed to give? I'm just little old me. You know, I can't give a million dollars or start a foundation with the profits from my business and help build orphanages in Africa. Or, or maybe you can. I know some of my listeners have this kind of wealth but maybe you're just too busy or you have other distractions stopping you. So we tend to just let it go. We forget about giving. We focus on ourselves and our own self-preservation or our bank account or our family or our job. And there's nothing wrong with focusing on those things. Those things are really important. But what if you could do both? What if you could focus on those things that I just mentioned, but also give? What if you can do both and, you know, this great book, Built to Last, I've referenced this book before. It's one of my favorite books and just in terms of the philosophy of thinking about a different kind of mindset, there's this tyranny of the or, they call it, and and the authors are Jerry Porras and Jim Collins. Jim Collins wrote Good to Great. You may have heard of him before, but this is one of their original books and it was based on this uh, like six years of research where they studied... Uh, what they called visionary companies, companies who lasted through ups and downs in the economy, lasted through multiple iterations of technologies, but they kept reinventing themselves while other companies came and went. And they identified companies like Disney and Ford and 3M and American Express and General Electric, Hewlett Packard, IBM, Johnson and Johnson, all kinds of other companies that you've heard of. And they've updated it even more recently with companies like Walmart. And basically the idea is companies use, most companies and most people say, I can do either this or that. I can, I can do, I can offer either great service or a low price. Well, you have the Walmarts of the world who do both great service and low price and you have companies even like Amazon today, right? They offer such a great, amazing service and the best prices, where do you go? You go to Amazon, right? And, and so what if we can actually take that mindset and apply that to our lives? You know, 
what if we can actually focus on others and, and finding a way to give while helping all of those other things that I just talked about? In a weird way, whenever we do focus on giving, we tend to lift our, ourselves up. There's a, a great quote by Booker T. Washington. It says, if you want to lift yourself up, lift up someone else. And I found this to be true over and over in my life. In my life. I've found that the more that I care about others, the more opportunity that I have. The more I serve others, the more I feel good. The more I lift others up, the more I get lifted up. And sometimes when I lift others up, it benefits my business and my bank account. I've talked about this before, but the beginning of the whole coronavirus shutdown, I was starting to feel some anxiety. I had lost a bunch of revenue like instantly overnight. Speaking engagements dried up because events, you know, live events weren't being held anymore. I had two prospective clients back out because they had fear that they might lose their jobs imminently and they didn't really want to invest in coaching at that moment. And I literally had this moment one morning. I remember I was in the shower thinking about this when it hit me. Like I said, okay, you feel this anxiety and this fear. Like, what would you ask a client? How would you ask them to deal with this? Well, I would ask them how they are uniquely qualified to serve. And so that thought, that conversation that I had with myself led me to realizing that I could do virtual presentations for companies and organizations to help boost morale and share peak performance tactics. And that's led to growth in my business. And when I've, you know, I've friends in the industry, you know, in the speaking and coaching and podcasting industry who are struggling and, you know, some of them have had to look for work elsewhere, but I've been able to grow because I believe this, this shift in mindset allowed me to find opportunities where others are seeing obstacles you know, I asked myself, how am I uniquely qualified to serve? And that led to growth. And you might be sitting there saying, yeah, but Jim, you're a coach and you're a speaker and you have that opportunity because of what you do. But, but me, I'm not, it's not what I do, but I, I, I want to challenge you with this. We all have an opportunity. You are more uniquely qualified than me to serve in certain areas. You have an unfair advantage. Whether it's your background or your neighborhood or your experience or your degree or whatever it might be, you have experience that I don't have. You have connections that I don't have. You have a background that I don't have. You know, maybe you've experienced tragedy and that uniquely qualifies you to serve. I interviewed Matt Bradley, no legs, no vision, no problem. I'm going to have him on the podcast here soon. I already recorded the interview and it's coming to you soon. And he lost his vision in both of his legs when in an IED at war, in war, you know, fighting for our country. And he has this unique opportunity to serve that he's found. He's found a purpose in that. We all have a purpose. And we all have a unique talent. And we all have unique experiences. Shoot, I mean, Nelson Mandela served from prison. Yeah, but he's Nelson Mandela. Yeah, but... You're you. Nobody else is you. You have this unique opportunity, this unfair advantage. So how do you serve? You know, I've reached out over the years to connect with friends many times over. And, you know, when I have friends in need, I look for like little ways to support them. You know, I actually have a friend who experienced a tragic, just a tragic loss of a child a few years ago. And 
with zero, absolutely zero desire to gain anything, I started reaching out to him to help him deal with this new reality in his life. And he and I probably before this, we talked like every few years, we weren't that close. And, you know, now I'm not a counselor or a therapist, but I knew that I, I could just love and serve him. That's all I wanted to do. And, and we did that. So we just started talking to him on a very regular basis. And we talked through a lot of, a lot of hard things and, and a lot of positive things came out of it. Well, here I am now a few years removed from that experience. And I've noticed that he's been finding ways to help me. His company's hired me. He actually helped me get an article published in a national industry magazine. And, you know, is it because of those calls? No, it's not. But I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It's like relationships and love and serving and helping and giving and caring. That's what it's about. And I feel that he's loving me and caring for me as well. And it's just, I'm surprised at how often that, you know, serving and giving leads to other things coming back around. Call it karma, call it what you want, but I do believe that that's how God intends the world to work. You give, you love, you serve, and good things happen. Not, not all the time. It's not guaranteed to happen. And most of the time, you'll never see or know anything coming back to you, and you shouldn't be looking for it. Because if you do, you are doing it for the wrong reasons. But it's interesting how when I serve, people end up, you know, especially, you know, reaching out to friends and I'm talking about like, like right now, this friend, you know, either they hire me or they recommend me to their boss or they refer me to another friend. It's not the purpose of reaching out and serving and giving, but it's funny how good things come of that. Sometimes the good thing is just that I feel better for doing it or that they feel better for having had that outreach or that loving or that caring. I think that's, I do believe that's how God intended the world to work. Sometimes it comes back and helps me or my business or my family. I just got back from an amazing time at this incredible ranch in Montana owned by a friend of mine. It's this amazing five-star ranch. And it's just a, a friendship that I've nurtured over time and relationship over years. I had no idea that he was going to purchase a ranch and convert it into this five-star venue, but it was just a relationship that I kept intact and, you know, built the friendship. And that led to an invitation to have an experience of a lifetime. There's no intention for that. I didn't know that was going to happen. So serving by just connecting with people is one way to give. And I want to share with you several other ways that I promise will lift up not only others, but you as well. Now, let me look at the flip side of this for a second. I've often reached out to friends and acquaintances and I don't hear anything back. I don't, you know, nothing, crickets. I don't, I don't hear back. Or maybe sometimes we, you know, if I do, we just have a conversation and that's awesome too. Or maybe I give money to an organization and, you know, and the benefit that I get is feeling philanthropic. That's all. That's enough. Other times, you know, I feel like a failure because I've not reached out to enough people in need. I've not served enough. I feel that a lot. And I have the same excuses as you do. I'm usually too busy. I get it. Uh, but the question is, how can you serve right now? Forget the past. Who needs you? Who can you serve? And let me reiterate and be absolutely clear. There's no guarantee that if you go out tomorrow, 
and do some of the things I'm going to talk about here today that you'll get a job offer or a big contract or some lavish vacation offered to you. That's not the point. That's never the point. If you're sitting there saying, well, I serve this person and I volunteer with that organization. I give money to these other people. And what have they ever done for me? They owe me. Then you're not getting the point. That's not the point. That's never the point. There's a great Johnny Cash song titled Nobody. I'm going to play the chorus for you right here. You don't want to be like this guy. Well, I ain't never done nothing to nobody. I ain't ever got nothing from nobody. No time and until I get something from somebody, sometime I don't intend to do nothing for nobody, no time. So there you have it. That's exactly how you don't want to be thinking about this, right? So let's get to it. Let's get to helping you build fulfilling, philanthropic, giving life that's full of love and blessings that come from giving. And if you you want to hear more of this, there's another episode I want to refer you to, and that's episode 248. I uh, titled that The Superpower You Can Use for Good or Evil, You know, Getting What You Want from Other People. That's the title. The Superpower You Can Use for Good or Evil, Getting What You Want from Other People. Episode 248. Um, this is going to help you get more of what you want as well. But again, getting what you want is never the point. It's about serving. Okay. How can you give? I don't have anything to give Jim, but what can you do? How can you give? Number one time? Oh wait, I don't have time, Jim. I don't have that either. Okay. So just be patient. If you, if you don't have time, I've got more here that I'm going to share with you that doesn't really require your time, but here's some pretty obvious ways you can give. You can volunteer pretty obvious, you know, what's something that you care about giving your time, go volunteer for that organization. You know, think of any organization. There's so many nonprofits that, that need you, that you can serve, you can help. And guess what? You're probably going to make some great connections with like-minded people there as well. So volunteer. Next one. Think about somebody who you can just, just brainstorm with, just be a sounding board for. Maybe this is your boss. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a colleague. Just offer, offer an ear, offer your time in terms of just being a sounding board. Listen, another one, help somebody, help someone, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, help them move, help them with a project, right? Help them with some yard work. I've got a neighbor, friend of mine who, you know, we hadn't really known each other all that well, but he came over and helped me install some cabinets in my house years back. It was awesome. Like what a, what a great dude, like somebody like that. I want to help this guy any way I can because he gave up a lot of his time to help me. He's got a family. He's got kids. He's busy. He's got projects of his own to do. And matter of fact, so I gotta, I gotta tell you, this is my, this is my friend, Jeff. Let me tell you a quick story about Jeff. If you don't want to hear this quick story, it's pretty funny, but, um, let me tell you a quick story about a, a practical joke that I pulled on Jeff. So this was, um, not long after he helped me, I probably shouldn't have done this to him, because, but it was just too fun to do. Uh, so I wrote up a letter 
uh, and I made it look like it was coming from our homeowners association. I dropped it in his mailbox. I'm going to read you the letter. Actually, I'll put a copy of this. I'll I'll cross out the names and addresses to protect the innocent. This is uh, this is the gist of the letter. I'll kind of read you a couple bullet points of this this prank that I pulled on him. I wrote this letter, put the logo of the, the HOA on it, <laughs> and I said this. You know, I'm opening up the letter now as I as I speak here. It said this. It said, uh, Dear valued community member, we value each and every member of our community. Uh, for that reason, we strive to uphold the cove, uh, codes and covenants of the Forest Lakes Homeowners Association. This legislation is voted upon, et cetera, et cetera, uh, by the Subcommittee for Enforcement to uphold these rules. We've been made aware of the following violations. All right. The first one is this. There's three of them. Number one, grass length. Residence grass measured in excess of the maximum length of three and a half inches, six different times between May 25th and August 31st. Second one, uh, unsightly appearance. Siding, soffit, and fascia requires cleaning. And the third one, child endangerment. Railing on back deck was missing. He was doing some work on his back deck and had his, his, his railing off. So I said, um, the letter goes on to say this. It says, the egregious nature of the child endangerment violation necessitates a first warning per HOA bylaw 17.8.6. I'm making all this up. I typed, as, I, as I typed this, I was making it up. If the railing is not fixed by such and such date, the Albemarle County Child Protective Services will be contacted for reference. The second warning is voluntary community expulsion. A third warning is mandatory community expulsion. And I go on to list the phone number of the person to call, which I listed my phone number, folded this up, put it into a, on, on the letterhead and into an envelope that looked like it was official, slid it into his mailbox. And, and I walked by, slid it in like a half an hour later. I noticed he went out and got it. And then uh, I was waiting for the phone to ring, but it never rang. He never dialed the number. He didn't recognize that it was my number. So hours go by and I'm thinking like, he's got to either know it's a joke or be freaking out over there. So I found an excuse to go over to his house and like borrow a tool and I walked in the door. I'm like, Hey man, how you doing? He's like, and he's all worked up and his wife and kids are gone. He's like, he's like all worked up and he's like, uh, I got this, this letter from the HOA. I'm like, really? I'm trying to just play dumb. I'm like, really? You got a letter from the HOA? He's like, yeah. He's like, look at it. You know, I looked at it. I'm like, oh man, I could tell he's like freaking out. He's like Googling the bylaws on the, on the HOA website and everything. And he couldn't find them and he's getting all flustered. And, and finally, like I had to let him off the hook. I'm like, Hey man, like you sure this isn't a joke? Like some neighbors pulling on you. He's like, no, look, look, it's on letterhead. And, and it did, it looked official. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, uh, I kept trying to like let him off the hook. I'm like, you sure it's not like someone just making a, you know, pulling a prank on you. He's like, no, no, you know, and this went on and on. Finally, I'm like, Hey man, I, I did this. I wrote this letter to you. Uh, and he was like, he was so relieved and it was, uh, it was hilarious. He was definitely, uh, he was definitely in panic mode. So anyway, if you want to copy and paste that letter and do it to a friend, I encourage you to do so. It, uh, it will be years of laughter. So we're still laughing about that. At least I am. Anyway, these days. So, all right. So uh, let's get back to the task at hand, the topic at hand. You don't want to prank your neighbors who are super helpful because you'll probably get pranked back and I haven't gotten pranked back. So I'm not going on what as I say that. All right. Next one. How else can you serve? How else can you find ways to give when you don't have anything to give? I told you, you know, money, maybe you don't have the money. Maybe you don't have the time. How, what else can you do? Here's another one connections, networking. Networking is so valuable. Chris Rock said, Chris Rock, the comedian, he said, 80% of people in this country have their job because of someone they know. Think about that. Think about the jobs that you've had in your life. I think about it back on the jobs that I've had. 
I think pretty much every job I've ever had, there was some kind of connection there. And so 80% of people in this country have their job because of someone they know. Can you provide a connection? Can you help them in some way? You know, I've recently been connected with Daniel Cormier. He's a UFC champion. I got connected with Ken Blanchard. He's written a lot of great books. You may have heard of him. Uh, got connected with Stephen Pressfield, who actually I interviewed in, in the last episode. And I got, I've been connected to all these folks through different friends of mine. And I always am trying to find ways to serve all these friends who have connected me with these amazing people. I'm trying to find ways to serve them, and these things just keep coming back to me. And it all comes from a servant's heart, not, not from like, hey, if I keep score and I serve them three times and give them three connections, they got to give me a great connection. No, that's not how it works. But it's interesting how this, these things come full circle. So that's another way you can help. Connections. Who can, you, who can you connect them to that might be a valuable connection for them? How else? Tools, gear, equipment, stuff. You know, loan a neighbor a tool. I'm the guy in the neighborhood with the power washer, unfortunately. <laughs> so everybody always wants to borrow my power washer. Or I got really good dog clippers because our dog, Pax, he's a sprudel, a Springer Spaniel mixed with a poodle. I hesitate to say that because it sounds like a foo-foo kind of name for a dog, but uh, type of dog. But he's, uh, he's an awesome dog, but his hair gets so, so thick. So we got this great, you know, high-quality shaver for him, and uh, people like to borrow it. So uh, loan a neighbor a tool. That's an awesome thing to do. Be generous like that. Uh, fix something for someone that you know needs help fixing something, right? Do you have a skill? Can you fix can, you know, computers or you know, uh, that door handle that's wiggly? You know, can you get a screwdriver and fix that for somebody? Uh, I just actually replaced the, the brake rotors for my sister-in-law because I know how to do it. It's not that hard of a job. And I did that for her, right? How can you serve? How can you find ways to give and help somebody? Uh, can you offer something to someone you don't even know? I remember when I was working at the University of Virginia, I had just these really, really nice lapel pins and, you know, V-Saber, nice logo, and people would always comment on it, and I would just pull it off my chest and hand it to them. And they always loved that. People were always so shocked. Oh, my gosh, you don't have to give me your lapel pin right off your chest. Well, they didn't know, but I had another one in my pocket. But it, it was a way to give. People love that, right? And, you know, Find ways to be generous. Uh, you know, these days it's so easy to, to send somebody something on Amazon, like send them a book, you know, order it on Amazon. You can do it in probably about five minutes or three minutes on your phone right now. You know, you can, you can do that before the end of this podcast episode and, and send somebody a book or, or a little gift card or something like that. Hey, I'm thinking about you or, Hey, I saw this and thought you might like it. All right. So tool, loaning tools or gear or stuff. Is another way. It doesn't have to be expensive stuff. How else can you give? How about just support and love? So many people, you know, have said nice things to my sister. I remember, you know, if you remember, I'm back, you know, episodes ago. I've I've talked about she lost her husband tragically, and you know, I just remember the nice things and the love, the love, the outpouring of love that came from so many people. And I, I really do to believe that that's all that's kept her afloat is just that, that love and her faith in God. And then just that outpouring of love has been so, so critical. Can you love somebody? You know, I, uh, I have a friend who, who's her brother passed away. I knew her brother a little bit. I met him, I think, just once, maybe twice. 
never met his wife or the her, you know his kids but but he passed away tragically and i asked my friend you know who lost her brother i said hey can i have your sister-in-law's address and i got her address and i just wrote her just a, a, a thoughtful note from my heart i've never met this woman i probably never will um, but i did hear from my friend she said you know she's she's kept that note and she reads it from time to time she said it was so encouraging and so positive like how can you spread love in the world? Who can you help? Who can you serve? Can you do something like that, writing a handwritten note to somebody? I mean, gosh, maybe, maybe it's something this small. Maybe you see something on, on like Amazon or Facebook Marketplace or, or some social media post or an article and just text it to someone. Hey, I was reading this and I thought of you. That's a great excuse for reaching out to people. If you were looking for an excuse to just to reconnect with somebody or to reach out to them and connect with them and serve them, send them an article, send them a post, send them an idea. So these are some ways that you can give if you have nothing to give. If you feel like you have nothing to give, I promise you, I promise you, you do. And I promise you that you're uniquely qualified. You have an unfair advantage to give an unfair advantage to serve this world. And so if you like what I'm talking about, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, let me give you three more effort episodes that you can reference. And by the way, uh, before I give you those three episodes, you can grab the, the link to these three episodes. You can get the text from my letter to the HO, uh, from the HOA to my neighbor, the prank. You can get that in the action plan. Just go to jimharshojr.com slash action. If you want to learn how to put this stuff into place in your life, we can have a free coaching call. I offer one free coaching call and you can apply for one of those. Just go to jimharshajr.com slash apply and you can find a spot on my calendar. Spaces are limited. Uh, my time is limited, but uh, you can go there and just a super quick and short application process, just jimharshajr.com slash apply. But if you want to get the links to that, to everything I'm sharing here today, as well as uh, action plan, everything, all the steps, all the different tactics that I shared today, jimharshajr.com slash action. Now here's three additional episodes for you. Are you ready? All right. The next one, uh, episode 170 titled fix your relationship, practical and actionable steps for improving any relationship. That's episode 170. Another one, Episode 236, 236, How to Build Relationships and Develop Trust, Tactics for Getting What You Want in Life. Again, Episode 236. And last one, Episode 245, Breaking Limiting Beliefs and Finding Opportunity Among Uncertainty. Again, Episode 245. These are episodes related to what I'm talking about today. You're going to hear similar concepts, different tactics, and you're going to learn different things from these episodes from what I shared today. So give one of those a listen. If you benefited from this, give this one a share. Give it a like. You can just share episode number 257. That's jimharshojr.com slash 257. Share this with someone who you think might be able to benefit from it. That's a wrap for today. As always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. 